0: Dave and Steve Ellman, thanks for coming to Laying It On Thick and hanging out with us today. You're welcome. As always, Dan Smurz is here. I got to always introduce everybody. Dan, say hi. Hello. Dave, hello. Hello, folks. And Steve, hello to you. Good evening. So we're here to uh, promote Fish Stock, which is an event that started when and whose idea was it and and where the inspiration come from?
1: Uh, it was about over 20 years ago, and uh, we decided to uh, coordinate it uh, to have it on Sundays because that was the only night that the American Folklore Theater, which is it called the Northern Sky now, has uh, their dark night. And so there were some fantastic actors and musicians associated with that troupe, and uh, they were, all became friends, and they spent a lot of their Sunday nights up in my hayloft in the barn to a very small, intimate crowd of people who appreciated their artwork, their acting, and their musicianship.
2: And I also want to say that um, Dave started out being extremely helpful to the artist community in Door County here by not only having some of them come here and rehearse on rainy days, but also uh, uh, Door Shakespeare and a couple other local places that didn't have places in inclement weather To rehearse so there was a lot of gathering of artists in the area and then it started like Dave said on Sunday nights because it was dark and used a lot of American folklore folks to come and perform
1: yeah I mean
0: you even last summer let uh, our band rehearse up in the the barn when we had no (laughs) other place to go
1: (laughs) I come from a musical family everybody in our family was forced to learn an instrument and some of us became pretty good at it including my older brother Steve who's with us today and uh, so we had actors and we had musicians we had people running around in tights with swords from the (laughs) Shakespeare Company it's it's an open air theater when it rained they had no place to go so I gave them my barn and that's been the way it's been with all performing arts in Door County if they need something they ask me and nine times out of ten I can do it for them yeah
0: i mean it's been pretty cool i mean i've i've known about your spot here for a while and i've been to some of the concerts but i never really came to visit too much until i got hooked up with dan and david smurs and now i'm here as you know <laughs> at least once <laughs> or twice a week <laughs> it's a <good laughs> and it's thing. just it's yeah. cool to see everybody around here because it seems like almost everyone who who hangs out and lives here has a passion for for art and so what a, your vision of that or has always has dripped down t- throughout the years?
2: I just want to add one thing, but David said everybody in our family had to play an instrument. That is true. Uh, so they'd go around and ask everybody what they played and we tell them. We'd get to my mom and she'd say, "Well, I play the radio." <laughs> but she, she had a beautiful voice. She and her two sisters um, actually recorded um, a, a record in Chicago. Of a couple of the old Andrew sisters' tunes. This is back in the forties, late thirties, oh, wow. early forties. So she she sang all the time and encouraged us to sing and harmonize with her. It was a wonderful thing, a wonderful upbringing.
0: Yeah, that's really amazing. I mean, I grew up in a pretty musical household too. Like my my mom didn't do any uh, <laughs> records like that, but you know she was big into. I think that's where a lot of like my brother. I and my sister both sing my brother plays guitar and sings and and i'm a musician as well and i think a lot of that is from the upbringing of when your parents are interested in music mm-hmm. you know
2: yeah you don't have mean, a lot of choice when you're going to bed at night and your dad and his band is practicing in the living room <laughs> right right
3: right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: my dad didn't have a band but uh you know yeah
3: i was i was fortunate too my parents grew up in the music scene in chicago and you know we're big into that and they were nice enough to let me put my drum set in the living room when I was a kid. So. See, that's that crazy. Was, that you? is cool. It is. Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was pretty lucky.
0: We were banished to the garage for our drumming, and even then, it was you got to be done by eight.
2: I have to tell you a story about my dad promoting my playing. I started out playing the trumpet, like in second or third grade, but then when I was in school, there weren't any trumpets in rock and roll bands, so oh. I had take something else and I did drums <clears throat> probably because my dad did it my first drum kit was was a wonder I uh, wonder it worked it, the, ba- <laughs> the, the bass drum was huge it was out of a merry-go-round oh wow yeah and the snare had wooden um clamps um lugs oh okay yeah it had wooden lugs there that's, were probably 24 of them around it
3: that's pretty old very old it's like 1920s
2: or older yep. even and my symbol was um, one marching symbol with a fluffy handle on it <laughs> tied with a, a coat hanger to a wire music stand oh, cool and that was that was my drum kit <laughs> that's awesome and so we got our first gig when I was playing with some friends in, in Ocanto and I'm standing down at the bottom of the stairs and I polished all up mom helped me put paper on it and stuff to make it look pretty and, yeah. and yada yada and I'm standing down the bottom of the stairs, and my dad's standing up at the top of the stairs with this very stern look on his face and his arms folded, and he said, Where are you going? Going to the gig, Dad. I'm going to the gig. <laughs> You're not leaving the house with those drums. Oh. And I was almost in tears, you oh know, no. like, Dad, I gotta go. This is my first gig. <clears throat> and he had just purchased a brand new blue pearl uh Three Tom Slingerland drum kit Oh nice That he played with his guys Yeah He said You're using mine tonight
3: Oh yeah That's like here son Here's the keys to the car It it was better than the keys to
2: the car That was just very cool That's awesome And that's the kind of support That we all got from our parents With the music stuff
0: That's amazing Which sort of explains You know The support that you All give to the community So Started as Like a the acoustic shows in the hayloft correct right and how did it evolve throughout the years
1: well it, it just got bigger and bigger each season and finally we decided we had to move it from the hayloft which seated about 150 to downstairs which is well over 200 and uh, so we decided to move it downstairs and Steve was uh, actively helping me with it and we built a large stage Dave Alley actually from American Folklore Mm -hmm. was instrumental in helping us construct the stage also. And he worked with Steve with sound and uh, Stuart Dawson has been working for years for us with Lighting, Mm -hmm. uh, who also worked for the American Folklore Theater and Northern Sky. Uh, So we were really tight with those people. And even people from the auditorium who had things to offer us in terms of entertainment would call and make suggestions and help me, and and uh, they've been very instrumental, too, in helping us along during our, our struggling years. But at any rate, uh, uh, finally, we decided that we were going to do a, a every Sunday night concert, and it was going to be a Sunday night concert that was going to be downstairs. We could seat more people, and I did that for the remaining of what amounted to 20 years. And then after the 20th year, I was... The old guy was getting a little tired. I decided to ask my energetic older brother if he, if he would exactly. if he would take over. And of course, he he loved the idea. Yeah. Uh, so you know, he's always been the leader of the band. So he may as well be the leader of Fishtock, too. Yeah. So he's changed the concerts uh, tremendously for the better. And uh, I think I'll have him tell you a little bit about some of the transitions that were made. Well,
3: yeah,
2: I heard about the new leadership at Fishtock. In the audience when David announced it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He thought he was being smart. He can't turn me down now. I just said yeah. that in all these people. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> <smart. laughs> just so the Sneaky. listener
0: knows, Dave just gave the old thumbs up. Very proud
2: of himself <laughs> for that one. So um, the beginning of this is going to be almost R-rated. Um, <laughs> That's fine. David was playing with concerts in the, in the lower and the upper level and he had hired some guys to come in for some of the bands to bring sound gear and I said David you shouldn't be doing that I've got a sound system from my band I'll just bring that in and we'll start with that and this is where if there are children present please go away um, A friend, as a friend of mine said and then I turned into a gear slut <laughs> and, and now yeah. I have like 18 different systems of sound company and, and all kinds it's of stuff Door We're County in, Sound right? Is, right yep County Sound and Lights. Yeah, we have the, the very good equipment. As a matter of fact, the guys that were over here, some friends of mine, you've heard of a group called Rush? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sound guy for Rush is here in Ooh. the county right now, and he's helping me tune up the system. And, oh, my uh, God. I got to meet him. And then the other the other guy that's with him is also, he's built systems. He's built all the electronics and everything for the other systems and put together all kinds of programs for large, large acts. And, uh, Paul, the guy that worked with Rush, uh, and, and probably three or four other mm-hmm. groups of that ilk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's really good. He, we were talking yesterday when we were tuning the system up and he said, you know, Steve, I'm, I've kind of gotten away from live music because when I sit in my studio, I've got the finest studio monitors that you can have. Mm. And it's quiet, and I can hear everything. Yeah. And I can get it just perfect. He said, but when I go to live events, they're just not, they can't take it to that that level. Yeah, it's and chaos. And that's true. It's impossible yeah. to yeah. do. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But he says, you know what? This system sounds really, really good. Oh, man. Well, the
1: barn helps, too. That Just the shell that it sits in, too. At the well, you, you probably should have been with me during the three months it took to pressure wash the inside of that barn by hand. Oh, my God. On 50-foot ladders. So I think you missed quite a performance before we had any music in there. Trapeze artist, huh? Uh, it was pretty breathtaking. But at any rate... Got uh, a
2: common flying around.
1: Yeah, right back in your face at, yeah. the, at the top of the roof. At any rate, all I do is climb down, spray off with a garden hose that was laid in the sun for a little warmth, and then run into the house in my tidy whities and shower off the rest. <laughs> but it, was, it was not a fun job for the almost the entire summer. Yeah. But at any rate, it's what it is now. It's beautiful. It has great acoustical ability. Uh, and the minute that Steve took over the concert s- series about four or five years now, five now I think, five. This is the fifth season. He decided to build a canop- or a pavilion off of the back of the barn. Mm-hmm which enabled us to increase covered seating uh almost doubled it yeah. and also with the projector shining the image of the stage above the wide open doors of the back of the barn there's nobody that's seated on the pavilion or inside the barn that can't see all of the stage
2: yeah we also have remote speakers out in the back that are set on a delay for 51.7 feet
1: <laughs> so that awesome. there's no lapse yeah, in the sound. Yeah, it's, it's just perfect. It's, it's yeah. automatic. Yeah. And also the people that are seated outside uh, uh, are there for another reason. After 20 years of having a concert every Sunday from 4th of July to Labor Day, I had never been rained out. And that was amazing. Yeah. And yeah. if you think about it, every Sunday for 20 years, <laughs> 4th of July to Labor Day, yeah. think about it. At any rate, the first thing Steve did is build that pavilion because he said, Dave, there's no way that I'm going to have the luck that you've had with rain. And, of course, the first weekend, the first big weekend, it rained like hell. Oh, God. (laughs) But they were all dry. They were all dry. That's awesome.
0: That's perfect. And then, so, of course, last year... um, Nothing. Shut everything down.
2: Yeah, we had operating costs for everything we had to do. The only thing we didn't have to pay were the artists obviously because they didn't come right right. and you know the the ticket company i want to talk a little bit about that the ticket company um had pre-sold a bunch of tickets and then they are i don't know if they're out of business but they're really really close i know of at least three different lawsuits against them one for 6.75 million from the state attorney general of washington Wow. Uh, for yeah. money that they've gotten for tickets that yeah. they have not given back to people. And I'm dealing with people, right? I matter of fact, I talked to a lady today um, who purchased $320 worth of tickets last year oh, man. And, and tried six times to get it back from brown paper tickets. Couldn't do it. So what we're doing this year, so everybody knows, yeah. is if you have the tickets from last year, we will honor those tickets for the same artist this year. Oh, that's because important. we have all the same well, except one we have all the same artists coming back in the same order to play this year yeah. the only one that's not coming back is Michael P. Smith, a folk singer he passed away last August Oh, that's sad. but the group that's coming in his place is called Sons of the Never Wrong which is, a, they're a crazy bunch of people but anyway, and they're really good but two of the people in that group were pallbearers at Michael P. Smith's funeral oh wow so they're, they're very familiar with them. Yeah, that'll be a
3: special fill in then. Yes, for sure. Very special.
0: Cool. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, who's playing, who's on the, the lineup this year. Uh, um, right,
2: well, we're starting out um, on 4th of July. Yeah. And that is um, an environmental awareness concert. We've been trying to do that for the last three years. And so the fellow we have coming, Will Kruger, is um is going to do a lot of John Denver stuff. Oh, cool! Oh, sweet. And he also writes songs. So he'll do his, his own stuff, which is really really good. Um, I do not have a schedule in front of me, so I'm going to have to. wing yeah, did think about yeah, wing in a little bit here, but
3: is the will the schedule be in like the pulse? The schedule
2: is in the pulse. The schedule is, um, on our website. Yeah. it's the schedule is. I've got to make my poster run yet. This oh yeah, next
3: week. No- notorious poster run through Door County.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. Um, what is the website just so people can check it out uh,
2: fish.music.com
0: fish.music.com cool. yeah excellent and I'll link to that in the notes of the podcast as yeah, well
2: yeah so. okay cool they'll plug that in yeah for and, sure and, and uh, after that we have all kinds of really good people uh, one is um, handpicked bluegrass um, you know as a sound guy when you're doing sound check and you set stuff up, different guitars have different sounds. Mm-hmm. Different everything has different sounds. Yeah. And so it's very important to get everything set up correctly in the sound check. But these guys play the old-fashioned bluegrass stuff, where they mm-hmm. have the omni mic in the front. Just one uh, mic. One yeah. mic. That's awesome. And they know exactly where they stand. They know exactly where their instruments need to be, and the harmony just to make it. They know it perfectly. They've been around. They've gotten several really good awards in, in in bluegrass. Very cool. And they're excellent. How many piece band is that? I It's four or
3: five. Okay. Cool. Definitely a washboard in there somewhere. I'm gotta sure.
2: Be. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be. Gotta be. I think it's banjo, violin, um, um, mando, and bass. Yeah. I think yeah. it's four. Um, awesome. We also have um, um, a duet called Stas and Misha which is our attempt at East-West Detente. Uh, Stas is a graduate of the Moscow Conservatory of Music, Whoa. and Misha is a graduate of the Belarus Conservatory of Music. Awesome. They are both very famous in Europe. Uh, Misha has conducted major choirs and symphony orchestras in Europe. He plays the, uh, the Belarus version of Amando, and Stas plays the Russian version of an accordion. And um, wow. he will play a poco one time, but, but they, <laughs> I've done, I, I met them doing shows uh, out with my sound company, and they are unbelievable. I have never seen anybody so fast, so tasteful, and never, I've never seen him make a mistake in five shows.
3: Wow. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Seasoned. These people, have been...
2: They gotta be just Well, they're they're, yeah. they're classically trained both yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. They're just unbelievable. Uh, our final concert is uh, Eric Lewis and friends. Oh yeah. yeah, that's gonna be fun. That's all I need to say. Yeah, <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be great. Before that is Jimmy Davis. Oh, another good one right Jimmy there. Jimmy will be yep. here. Yep, uh, Janet Planet will be the one before oh, that. Yeah, yeah. She's great at jazz, and she's got a great trio that's been with her for. Uh, Tom Tebow, the guitar player, has been with her for. 20 some years. She's played here before, hasn't yes, yeah, she? Has. Yes, she <laughs> has. Yep. Who am I missing? Joe Jenks is a baritone, classically trained uh, singer, and he also plays guitar, writes his own songs, and he has got a very powerful voice and a great, great voice. Cool. And he, he sings great songs with, and he has strong feelings about things. Um, that's where I'm stopping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who am I missing?
0: Well, we don't have to get it all right right now. All ten of them. Yeah,
2: check the website. for Yeah, check the website.
0: Yeah. For yeah. Check the website <laughs> for yep. Go there.
3: Yeah. I remember, like, because I grew up down the road here, so I was over here when I was young, going to the shows. You know, I would be at my parents' house, and I could hear the concerts, and I would be like, "That's where I want to go." Yeah. <laughs> I'm going over there, mom and dad. See you guys. And uh, I remember some of my favorite shows. Uh, uh, Little Marsh Overflow, when they were in their heyday up here, yeah, those guys always put on a good show. <clears throat> I remember seeing the mullet hunters <coughs> in oh, the yeah. barn
2: here. Do you remember when, PETA with Unity? <coughs> oh, yeah.
1: oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that was that a good was one. that was the big bash of the year, yeah, <coughs> for several years in a row. I remember Peta. that, yep he drew a tremendous crowd of people,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, because I worked at Wilson's for the first nine years I lived up here and that was like the big event you know you guys going to unity
1: if you're a concert organizer sometimes things that amaze you are not so important to others but on the last night that PETA played with his with his reggae band uh, they knew that it was going to be the last time I could have them in the barn before this other season took over and somebody else was in control of hiring Uh, and and some regulations and when the and when the concert was finished uh they to a man left the stage and helped me clean up the barn when is the last time you saw a group help the owner with his cleanup right right it doesn't uh, it doesn't happen never those guys are pretty cool they're unbelievable
3: so i i had a um i had heard the story before but i think it'd be cool if you guys told it because um, I heard Stuart's version of the story. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, the, the painting on the barn, more the front than, side more of the a, barn.
2: More than a grain of salt. <laughs> I,
1: I, I hand-rolled the entire barn that spring. It took me days and days and days on tall ladders. On the inside. Once again, on the yeah. outside. Oh. The whole exterior of the barn. And uh, when I was leaving to see some friends of mine in Germany where I had taught for several years, I told Stuart, I said, Stuart, I just finished painting that barn whatever you do don't think of it as a canvas <laughs> <laughs> and when so I left guess what he did <laughs> when I came home the fish stock logo was painted on the whole face of the north facing side of the barn yeah. it's and uh, of course I acted really upset just the opposite it's, it's a great job yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a really great cool. logo yeah 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 I thought that was pretty cool I knew if I said don't do it, that he would. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you, you put
0: the idea in his
3: head. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Directly. You knew.
0: You so knew. That, that logo was like his initial design? Because you guys have fish stock logos on your shirt and hat yeah. right now. Yep.
1: yep. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> and pretty hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's the kind what of guy Stuart doesn't know is knows that
2: I registered in it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh oh. He's there not go. real good with that paperwork stuff.
1: <laughs> and he's not good at no yeah <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I don't think apparently that that's not in his vocabulary <laughs> no, no and i yeah i'm familiar with that but it's uh he's a great friend and uh has been helping me out for years and years and years it's uh, amazing yeah good guy
2: he is a great friend and and if come and see uh sons of the never wrong here this year um because i'm giving stewart credit for that one he said go get these people they're gonna be really good Mm-hmm. And when I found out their connection to Michael, I just said, "Yeah, we got to go." With oh, yeah. absolutely. Well, he's so steward. he has opinions about yeah. all the bands that we need to have and what we need to do. And yeah, he he wants to come in and listen to the sound system and, and critique it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, "You're going to tell the guy from Rush <laughs> these guys who've been pros in the world for the last 25 years that you know better than they do about it. sound."
0: I don't think so, Tim. Yeah, right. You know, in my experience in in music scenes, many people think they know better than everybody else.
2: Everybody knows better than the sound guy.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, that is an absolute (laughs) truth. (laughs) I used to run sound in a club, and I kind of didn't really know what I was doing, but... So so maybe some of them
2: did. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just being smart aleck.
0: No, I understand. But yeah, you get yelled at all the time. I'm like, man, I'm making 80 bucks tonight. Go away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
3: out of the 25 years has it been? 20, it, this is the 25th year. 25th year. Yeah. Yep. Boom. What big anniversary? Has been what was your favorite show that you've seen that you guys have had? Oh, Personal uh, favorites. Let's hear them.
2: Well, I There can't be one. <laughs> top 3. Yeah. Uh, you Eric, can, I can Eric, give you a top Eric, three. Eric
1: Lewis and Jimmy and uh the violin player, Tommy.
2: When when they played Tommy Burrows, Tommy Burrows and Eric and Jimmy played. And together. Jimmy
1: played together. That's my that's my favorite. Yeah, mind you.
2: they are just they're they've been playing together forever. They know each other. It's like when one guy misses something, the other guy picks it up. Yeah, without a word being said, yeah. and it's it's automatic. Yeah, that's they're amazing. really good.
0: Just watching that kind of synergy.
2: And there are so many. I mean, I I really. I don't know uh, I don't know how I could pick I mean yeah. Stas and Misha are amazing Janet planet has the voice of an angel and she's just she plays her voice like she does an instrument hmm. uh, the bluegrass for the bluegrass stuff is unbelievable um, you know what can I say yeah. uh, there's such yeah.
1: I don't there's, I don't feel there's a lot of them.
2: I'm not apologizing yeah anybody on the venue this year. Yeah. No. They are all unbelievable. Top notch. we yeah. can't it's, wait.
1: It's always been a family-run uh, organization. And uh, my sister actually is the ticket person in a little <laughs> yeah. booth that looks strangely like yeah. an outhouse that was built by Stuart with a blue moon <laughs> and an amber moon on each side. And uh, my sister is humble enough to sit there and, and, and deal with the tickets
2: in that little hut. Mm-hmm. She also brings the flowers to put on the stage. Oh, always,
1: yeah. always. It's tradition. She fills two sprinkling mm-hmm. cans with wildflower bouquets from around on my property and hers for every concert.
2: And the side of the road.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's what they're there for. That's what
2: Door County <laughs> they're is. They're Whatever so, it works. Okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. Flowers everywhere. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm... <clears throat> Who who was the first person to play up here? Because Chris Chris Alley has told me versions
1: of the story too. And Fred 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 Alley, when he was with the American Folklore Theater before it was Northern Sky, uh, was one of the first outsiders to actually perform in my barn. Mm-hmm. But the farmhouse itself has seven bedrooms at here at Camp David. Yeah. And of those seven bedrooms, there were six Dixieland jazz musicians, which my brother Steve had found all over the United States to play six nights a week at what was then Powell's Country Inn across from the high school. It's changed ownerships and designs a couple of times since then. But those guys lived in the house, and as I was a bartender there, I got the last room in the house. You and Mike? I, I lived with those musicians, and they played gigs in the hayloft of the barn. So they were really the first live entertainment I can remember having in the barn.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But before we even built the downstairs yeah. at all, it was just yeah. a hayloft and a riser and a 110-year-old upright piano. Man,
3: Dixieland and Dixieland yep. jazz. And Dixieland jazz. And my good father
1: stuff. played his last sit. He sat down at the drums for the last time with those boys up wow. in my yeah. in my loft.
2: The last time in Door County, yep. yep. Wow. wow, that's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. He He
2: played because he, at the end of his life, he went up to Arizona for the wintertime, he and my mom, and and I said, so, Dad, what are you doing out there? What are you playing? He says, we're playing all the animals. I said, what are you talking about? He's, You know, lions, the elks, the moose. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: oh my God, that's,
0: that's funny.
1: <laughs>
0: um. So, if you will, I know that Dave, you do have volleyball coming up. Yep. Um
1: Doubleheader tonight. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Who who
1: are we playing, Dave? Well we're playing Mink River and we're playing The Roof. I think it's a little restaurant in oh. Sister Bay Place. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the Inn, the Roof. Whatever that one is. I, I don't think I've it. heard of that place. Might be new. Yeah. Oh Roots. That's what Roots. Oh Roots. Oh that's Roots. It oh, that's, yeah. Roots. I work <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, yeah. um, so, I knew that sounded familiar, man I used to work there.
0: I guess just to just to wrap up a little bit, if you wouldn't mind giving a little history of because I don't really know much of it, of just the property here. and.
1: Well, it was it was rented by the Powell's who owned the Powell's Country Inn to house their Dixieland jazz band. Okay. And Mrs. Reinhardt and her husband, Lawrence, were living in the house that's called the Door Country Farmhouse. There's a sign out front that yeah. says Door Country Farmhouse. It's it was where they lived at the time that we had the Dixieline guys renting, Powell's renting the house for the Line band.
2: When I hired, I was the manager of the bar, so it was my responsibility to hire the band and find a place for them to live and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And we tried a couple different places, finally fell in this place, and it had enough bedrooms, like like David said, for the band, plus two bartenders, Dave and and Mike Herbst, Um, and they lived there, and I started renting it out on behalf of Powell's for the band guys. and that was like that. How many years was that, David? I don't remember exactly how many years that was. But it was several years that, yeah. they, that they lived here. Actually, Paul Sawinski. Oh, yeah. Paul, you know Paul? He was a, local a, he was a bass player. Big mouth. In, in, he was a bass player in my Dixieland band. That's how we met oh, wow. Ginny, yeah. his wife, because his wife is a daughter of Greg Powell. And so he oh, met her cool. when he when I hired him to come up to play in the Dixieland band.
3: Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, they have some... Some good uh, family memories here too. Rachel Swinsky got married here, and, Yep. you know, like, yeah, was yep. Paul's great too.
1: Yeah. Lots of kids that have lived at the farm have had friends or relatives that have been at concerts or yeah. had an anniversary here or a wedding. The barn is used for a lot of different things mm-hmm. when it's not playing musical venues. Mm-hmm. But they're every Sunday
2: from Fourth of July to Labor Day.
1: Yeah, and it's- box
2: office opens at five thirty. Concerts are seven to nine.
3: Yeah, and it's probably the most beautiful badass barn in the county. I would definitely say, it's a it's yeah, a total thing. You got to come and check it out and see
0: it for yourself. Yeah,
3: it's um, got an
2: ambiance that you can't duplicate anywhere else. Yeah,
0: right, right. So, fishstockmusic.com, and anything else you guys want to add?
2: Thanks for the time. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah thank you. Oh, thank Looking you. Looking forward thanks to, to for seeing anybody that's listening to this at the shows. Yeah, come and yeah. say hello to us.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks again. Yeah.
2: You thanks. Thank you.